Today's Callahan Show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, you can get the standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for only $19.98 with code word Jerry. I'd call that a huge discount. MyPillow is made in the USA and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes an excellent gift. Get it now. And you can support this show and you can strike back against cancel culture. As you know, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from MyPillow, not only are you helping this show, you're fighting back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't in the big box stores anymore, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. They are allowing, uh, they're allowing some of our uh, leaders, our fearless elected leaders are telling you you don't have to wear the mask anymore. Reluctantly, obviously, but they check their polls and uh, some of the blue state tyrants, the mayors, the governors are saying, you know, masks optional. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be so easy, Ironhead. I really don't. They're telling people uh, they don't, kids, you know, whatever, healthy people, they don't have to wear the masks, and 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 they don't want to give them up. They don't want to give them up. The mask cult, the mask obsession is strong. Yesterday, Ron DeSantis, my choice for uh, president in 2024, told some kids they don't have to wear masks and their mothers, their fathers aren't happy. How dare you let my child, my healthy, fit, young child, take off his mask. Uh, these people, it's hopeless. These people are hopeless. It's, it's, it's going to be difficult to wean these lunatics off their uh, virtue signaling device. Uh, I, I can't believe... Any kid is not happy when someone says, you can breathe now, you can breathe. We will play you that and the reaction of some of the parents. It's remarkable. Also, uh, we're going to go back to a couple of highlights from the State of the Union address. We spent an hour on it yesterday, but we missed some things. We missed uh, Joe Biden's uh, call to fund the police. We're going to remind you how many people in Joe Biden's party wanted to defund the police as uh, as the country was descending into chaos a couple of summers ago. Plus, Joe wants us to all get along. He doesn't want us to, to be enemies, to fight after uh, two years of calling us, uh, you know, Nazi, white supremacist, grandma killers. He wants us to all get along now and... Uh, War rages in Ukraine, and it's getting ugly, and I don't hear a lot of people saying Russia is bogged down. I have a feeling Russia, I have a feeling things are going just swimmingly for uh, Vladimir Putin, and that ain't good news. Um, also, I get asked constantly about Tom Brady, you know, whether he's playing, and now the question is, when do you think he's coming back? My answer is, he hasn't even quit yet. He hasn't missed the game. But I I disagree with people who think he's uh, going to be coming back in the in midseason to some other team. I don't see him coming back at all. But uh, uh, Brady talked to Fred Couples. We can tell you what Brady had to say with Freddie. Strange, strange interview. And I'll tell you why I don't think Tom is coming back anytime soon. We'll get into all that on today's Callahan Show brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right, there's a moment in every president's uh, campaign, every pre every president's buildup to his to the day he gets nominated, the day he gets elected. There's a moment that people remember generally when uh, Ronald Reagan was in New Hampshire in a debate and they tried to shut his mic off and he snapped and he said, I'm paying for this microphone. 
that went viral. That was, that was the kind of guy we wanted, a take charge guy, a guy, a fighter. That was a big moment for Ronald Reagan. And of course he went on to become one of the great presidents this country's ever seen in two terms and won the cold war and, and made people proud to be an American. Again, there was, uh, Bill Clinton had his sister soldier moment where he, uh, didn't, where he denounced, I don't know what it was, vile lyrics and violent lyrics. And he kind of, it was, it, it was kind of reaching out across the aisle and not endorsing some of the filth, I guess, that Sister Soldier was singing. I don't remember the specifics, but it was a, it was literally called the Sister Soldier moment. Donald Trump, of course, his moment was when he said, Donald J. Trump wants an end to all immigration until we figure out what's going on. And that resonated big time with his supporters. And the, you know, the wall was what put Trump in the white house. The wall is what elevated him to a whole new level. And when he said he wanted to stop illegal immigration, it upset, obviously the media, it upset the, you know, the, the ruling class, the elitists, but the people loved it. I'm telling you right now, I want Ron DeSantis in 2024. I, I appreciate all Donald Trump did, but I've said it over and over again. I don't want a 78-year-old president. We see now what happens when all the shots are called by 79, 80, 81-year-olds, 82-year-olds. We saw it two nights ago when you had an 81-year-old, I don't know if she was drunk or just on meds or whatever. We saw Nancy Pelosi just... Just, I don't know what she was doing back there. Uh, but we, we watched the president rambling, bumbling, stumbling, a guy who is uh, clearly not all there anymore. I don't want to live through that again. We have three more years of watching this, this uh, elderly, confused, incoherent mo- man making the biggest decisions that affect the whole world. It's, it's perverse. We have, you know, Fauci, the guy, the leading proponent of lockdowns and mandates, which have been a disaster. He's 80, 81, is he? I don't know. Mitch McConnell, 77, doddering old fool. Enough of these old men who just, I mean, if you need a better example, old men, old women who made decisions to protect old women, old men, and didn't care about kids during COVID didn't care about kids. They cared about themselves and their own health. They were these neurotic, paranoid old fools that did unimaginable damage to children and did not care enough of that. Again, I appreciate what Donald J. Trump did, but I don't want a 78 year old president. Ron DeSantis is Trump, similar policies from the same state now, but he's smarter and he's more disciplined and he's got a much better you know, track record, at least of ladies, you know, he's got one wife, you know, he's got a military background and he's done an amazing job in Florida. And the reason he is now the choice of lots of people like me is because he never backed down. He never rolled over. I, I, I contrast him to the, the coward we have in Massachusetts who Charlie Baker, who sticks his finger in the wind, never takes a bold stance on anything. Every decision he makes is uh, dependent, he's wondering, you know, how will the globe react? How will his friends at Harvard react? What about all the, the lunatics in the state house, you know, the, the, the far left lunatic? I mean, he never shows any guts, any political courage. Hell, he didn't drop the mask mandate um, till like 20 other states, most of them blue states did, many of them blue states. Uh, DeSantis, on the other hand, the one state that never had any mask mandates, vax mandates, that never listened to Fauciism, never listened to that evil little the, the evil little gnome in the in Washington, was Florida. So anyway, Ron DeSantis had his moment yesterday, and I think it's going to be remembered in November. Remembered in November of twenty twenty four. Because it, it, it's, uh, it's so simple and, and yet so refreshing. He shows up at an event at USF, University of South Florida, and he's ready to take the stage. I'll set it up. You've probably already seen it, probably already heard it. 
but he's taking the stage, taking the to the podium, and there's kids, Florida, USF kids. I think there was high school kids there too, but college kids, young kids, 18, 19-year-old kids. And as always, they're all masked up because, let's face it, um, adults don't need to mask anymore, as we saw at the State of the Union. Adults is fine, but we still want to wrap our kids in. We still want to abuse our children for some, for some reason, and that includes college kids who have to do what they're told. He shows up, he sees these kids obviously still, you know, forced against their will to, to, to gag themselves. They can't breathe. They can't smile. They can't see anyone else's face. And he just says, take off the masks. And it's beautiful. He says, it's up to you. He quote, you can wear them if you want, but he was pretty stern. I'll give you that. He said, enough of this theater. He knows the masks aren't serving any purpose. Everybody knows it, but it's a virtue signal. It's so different than having a, a ribbon or a, a Ukrainian flag on your lapel. Look at me. I care. It's a virtual signaling uh, item uh, accessory. And DeSantis speaks for everybody, everybody, when he says, enough of this, take those off. And the kids, some of them you can see in the camera, take them off. One kid, in particular, he's got the baseball cap on, young kid, takes it off, big smile on his face. And later on, you know, the media, which hates DeSantis, another reason that I love him, as always, I make my choice depending on what will annoy the media the most. And I think, I think Ron DeSantis as the nominee would be even more annoying to the media than Trump, because with Trump, they have lots of material to go after him. Hell, they're still trying to charge him with a crime, uh, for January 6th, there's still the January 6th, that, that, that rabid uh, partisan uh, uh, committee, uh, House committee with Lynn Cheney, and then they're still going after him and everyone in his world. So you got to deal with that. It's not his fault, but you got to deal with that. You got to deal with a lot of crap. With DeSantis, you don't, which frustrates the hell out of the media. They want to get to him, but they don't have anything. So they use this yesterday. It's said, oh, what a bully. He's bullying these children. And I've been tweeting about it, and I've been laughing about it. Before we play it, they want you to think the bully is the guy telling the children that they can breathe free, telling the children that they can smile and see their friends' faces. These kids know that masks don't serve any purpose. Hell, even if they stopped you, uh, decrease your chances of getting COVID, these kids know some healthy 19-year-old COVID now, Omicron is nothing to them. Hell, most of them have had it. They, some of them didn't even know it. It's not like it's protecting them from hospitalization or death. Everybody knows kids don't need masks. They're just sticking to this. The, the mask cult is sticking to it because it's a partisan issue, and they are obsessed with virtue signal and say, look at me. Oh, by the way, do we have that sound from the protest in New York City where they're singing songs and, and doing chants about how they're never going to stop wearing masks. These are young people who've been brainwashed. They're outside City Hall, I think, on the steps, singing songs about how much they love masks. It is scary. We're dealing with cultists. We're dealing with people and, you know, David Koresh, Branch Covidians. We're dealing with Jim Jones people. We're dealing with people who've been brainwashed to think if I cover my mouth and my nose, people will look at me and think, boy, he really cares. Yeah, let's yeah, let's play the. We're gonna get to DeSantis, I promise. But look at this. Can we play the sound? They start singing songs. These are, for the most part, you can see them, and they're not elderly. I mean, some of them maybe, but for the most part, they're young people. Pretty young, yeah. Who don't need masks? They have a sign, right in front of them. They're gathered behind a big sign that says "Masking for All." Now, there's no data to support this. There's no. There's no research. I mean, we've already seen the numbers. Places that don't have mask mandates, places that don't wear masks, have no more, no more COVID than places that do. We've seen schools that force kids to wear masks in one county. In the next county, they don't. There's no difference. They never force kids to wear masks in England, in Sweden, in most of Europe. It never was a thing. Just here. We're the only ones that collectively, happily abuse children and think it's keeping us all healthy. It's a made up Fauciism that's just based on nothing. Anyway, listen to these lunatics, these brainwashed cultists, these poor 
these poor fools who start singing a song about how we have to all wear masks forever. Can you play it, Craig? That's an actual thing in New York City. I'm, uh, and there's how many people there? Two dozen? Masks for me, masks for old people, masks for kids. There's not one of those people. And I granted, they're probably mostly really stupid and they're just followers and they don't have a single thought of their own. Not one of them. That if you put a microphone in their face and said, can you explain to me what the mask is doing for you right now? They could never tell you. They'd say, it keeps the germs out. There's no proof of that, particularly the cloth masks that aren't literally loosely fit. <laughs> Excuse me. That's why they're dropping mask mandates everywhere, including Boston. I thought we'd be the last place in the world. And we're close. And New York and D.C. and school systems everywhere are dropping. Even like uh, Pacific Northwest, where you have more nut, more mask cultists than anywhere, Oregon and, and Washington. They're dropping it everywhere because they, they, the jig is up. You know, they, everyone knows now that it doesn't do a damn thing. It certainly doesn't do a damn thing for little kids. Although they're the last ones. They're the last ones masked up. Let's get to DeSantis. Let's get to DeSantis, who, again, this is one of those moments. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't choreographed. It was off the cuff. And it was beautiful because he speaks for everybody who's tired of this. He walks up to the podium, looks at these kids and says, all right, enough. Get rid of the masks. Go ahead, Craig. You do not have to wear those masks. I mean, please take them off. <laughs> Honestly, it's not doing anything, and we got to stop with this focus theater. So if you want to wear it, fine, but this is, a, this is ridiculous. Okay. That's it. Right there. All right. Well, it's good. If you want to wear it, fine, but this is ridiculous. And that's set off all the huge, these people who just, they know DeSantis is a threat to their, to their guy, well, certainly to Biden, but uh, Kamala and whoever else they have in mind, Hillary, they know DeSantis is a threat. They know he's a real imposing uh, figure looming in the, oh, the next couple of years, and they want to bring him down. So they come up, they just make stuff up. It's, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, they had people the other day when he was saying, I don't know, like, uh, talking about war and, and, you know, not going to war or whatever, not involving any, and they were, you know, talking about him being a guy who wouldn't sacrifice. There was people on Twitter, wouldn't sacrifice, wouldn't. And the guy served in the military, he served in Iraq. He was an officer. I mean, I, I don't know. They, and immediately his, his people would tweet out the pictures of him in uniform. But uh, so this, they pounce, they call him a bully. They start looking for the families of the kids who were allowed to take their masks off. I knew this was coming as soon as I saw that. I said, they're going to find a way they, they, right now the media is scrambling to use this, to make him look like a bully for saying, quote, you can wear them if you want, but this is ridiculous. This has to stop. I think everybody, unless you're, you know, a cultist, unless you're completely brainwashed, you agree, right? Everyone agrees. This I, has to stop. I do wish when uh, he looked at the kids, he didn't say it so sternly, and then he turned to the parents and laid into them. I'd rather him be like, you know what? You guys can take it off if you want or not, but then turn and say that COVID theater crap to the parents. Except except they're college students. You know, they're not like well, they eight-year-olds. Oh, I think it was at the U.S. University of South. I mean, I think some were, I don't know. They're, they're young. They're 18, 19. Um, wasn't, you wish he wasn't so stern? He wasn't stern. He was... He was glib. He was cavalier. He just said, you know, this has to end. And it does. He's looking at kids who are being forced to cover their mouths for no reason to just, again, to make neurotic, paranoid, brainwashed adults feel better. We're going to get to her. We're going to get to mom, which is so silly. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, 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 the shots at DeSantis almost always backfire. Again, like them calling him a coward for not supporting war, and then they immediately show him in uniform in Iraq. But anyway, anyway, so here's how it breaks down 
if you're the mainstream media or you're the Democrats or just a, you know, DeSantis detractor, he's a bully. That was the word used over and over again on social media last night. He's a bully. He told them they could wear them if they want, but this is ridiculous. This has to end. He told them they could breathe free. They could see each other's faces. They know they don't want to wear them, but again, they're brainwashed. So he's the bully. The people who for last two years have supported mask, mandatory masking, not letting kids in school, not letting kids play sports, not letting kids, you right. know, running up and down the basketball court without masks. <laughs> They're the good guys. The people who kick two-year-old autistic children off of airplanes because they wouldn't mask up. They're the good guys. Yep. DeSantis, who says, get rid of the masks. You can wear them if you want, but this has to end. That's the bully. Do you realize how ridiculous that sounds? You're the ones that forced kids unnecessarily to wrap their faces in cloth or they couldn't go to school. You're the ones who bullied. You're the bullies. You're the bad guys. DeSantis is saying enough of this theater. That's what most people are saying. That's what most people think. DeSantis is 100% right. And again, the reason it's so refreshing is because he just said it off the cuff. He was just being honest. There was nothing planned or choreographed. It's not like, you know, a Kamala Harris appearance where you hold your breath and hope she'll get through it without falling all over herself. He just said, enough of this. This has to end. And, by the way, the kids took their masks off and were smiling and laughing and enjoying the chance to breathe free thanks to the governor. But... I knew this would happen. I was waiting for it, and it did. The media went looking for people who weren't happy that the governor let the kids breathe, and they found some. They found some parents, including, and this, you're, you're, a, I don't know, you're a pretty sharp guy, Craig. Tell me when you watch this, your first thought about the mother of the kid. By the way, she makes him mask up again. He's outside doing an interview and he's muzzled, and this kid is, I forget, I read about it, so I think he's 18 years old. The mother forces him to mask up again. Again, no, for no reason, doesn't help, doesn't do a damn thing, and even if it did, he's a skinny little 18-year-old. COVID's not going to affect him. So mom makes a mask up, mom does interviews, complaining about what DeSantis did. Just you know, keep this in mind as you watch. What's, the, what's missing from mom during this interview? What's one thing that's missing all right, let's let's listen to this Mask. poor kid, this poor this poor brainwashed kid and his crazy mother as they rip into DeSantis for letting the kid, you know, breathe. I'm responsible for him and I told him to wear that mask. And Governor DeSantis and he's looking at this adult authority and, and he's telling him, Oh, you don't have to wear the mask. What was your reaction when you heard the governor tell you and your classmates, remove your masks? Um, a bit of surprise and shock, more of, okay, this authority, author, this authority figure is asking me to do something. He doesn't want to I say this. It's probably going to end up being controversial. So. I took mine off. Did you feel pressure by the governor to do that? Mm. Um, a little. It was more of a pressure of an adult figure asking me to do something, and it's just like, all right, why not? It's just shocking that the governor told these kids, take off your mask. It, it, he pretty much said, take off your mask, it's stupid. And take off your mask, your parents don't matter. Even though I'm, I'm telling you, parents matter. And he's telling my minor child to take off his mask. He's putting us at risk. So, oh, oh yeah, to I was upset, very upset. <laughs> All right, Craig. All right, Ironhead. Tell me what's missing from that uh, video. Uh, sanity and a mask. Uh, that both. And she's sitting there. It's so important that her kid mask up. She's talking to the media because the governor told me he didn't have to wear a mask. She's got no mask. She's got no mask. I, I guess he is a kid. She said he's a minor child. As I said, there were some high school kids there. There's a great photo. I retweeted it last night of DeSantis about to speak. He's looking down and right behind him is the kid you just heard from ripping his mask off with a big smile on his face, which is how they most, most of them were. They took their masks off and they had big smiles. 
and mom, and I realize it's all politics and she's probably, you know, working with, with the, the Democrats who hate DeSantis. Mom's upset that a authority figure let her, I don't know, 17 year old kid breathe. She, she is never asked. And this is what bugs me. Like these people in city hall, in New York, we got to play them again, by the way, those, th- th- these are, these are who we're dealing with totally brainwashed cult members but they don't say to mom or the kid, could you just, you know, quickly tell me why you're forcing your child to wear a mask? Why? Cause, uh, cause, uh, science. I mean, what would she say? What would she say? Because, you know, because COVID is still around and, uh, okay. Does that mask stop him from getting COVID? And so what if it did eventually it's like, it, it might've stopped the flu too. Did you make him wear a mask, you know, three years ago to, prevent the flu or to prevent a cold because for a kid like that omicron is the co- a cold but i don't want to get into that we've been talking about that for so freaking long but the idea that you know michelle Wu and 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 you know and and mayor bowser miro bowser are allowing people to go about their lives without masks and still some parents and and by the way fauci has disappeared that's how you know the internal polls for the Biden regime and other Democrats are really, really bad. They told that evil elf to get lost. Finally, guys, I don't know. He must be sitting somewhere by a phone saying, please, Stephanopoulos, you know, Chuck Todd, call me. I, I miss you. I miss you. But eventually we knew that uh, Fauci has done enough damage and would be told to, you know, take a back seat. And finally it appears he has, but it doesn't matter. They had enough time to brainwash people like this woman and these people and City Hall in New York, and they're sticking to their guns, and they're not going to let it go. And it's going to be, I mean, I, don't, I, I was telling my wife, I said, I don't know, we were like walking around the city, and you see kids with masks outside. I said, I don't know how much longer I can hold out before I start yelling at these people, saying, why, why are you doing that to your child? I mean, it's over. Give it up. But they're, apparently, they're never going to let it go. They're going to be like, they remind me of the, the, the people in Charlie Manson's cult, who are still in prison. Yeah. You know, they've been in prison for 40 years or 50 years and they go before the parole board and, and they, and they still, they still idolize Charlie Manson. They still, they don't ever, you know, apologize. Those are, that's going to be these cult nuts, you know, 20 years from now, still wearing my Fauci told me uh, it, it says it's going to save my, my life. They're never going to give it up. Well, I don't think this mom cared at all. I think she saw an opportunity to make a publicity stunt and possibly go on a publicity tour because she didn't even wear a mask so she gets recognized. That's my theory. I should probably say I'm vaccinated, but he's not. But kids like that age, healthy, thin, fit kids, why would you get them vaccinated? I mean, I'm looking at the video again, and the kids just take it off. One kid, dad, he's right behind DeSantis. Takes it off, big smile. The kid next to him, big smile. The kid at the end leaves the mask on. You know, he's never given it up. But it's, I mean, it's, they, they can't. It's its like, can't give it up. They don't want to give it up. It's going to be a while, years before these cultists uh, finally surrender and l- allow children to breathe the air. But uh, all right, we got a lot more to get to. We got to get to, we got to get to our, Back to the State of the Union, because we missed a few things yesterday. It was a, a, a long, uh, we did a show, we did a lot. We had a lot on on, on uh, Biden's disastrous State of the Union yesterday. Um, uh, you're looking at these comments, you're popping these up. Are these good ones you're popping up on the screen? Yeah, it has to do with what we were just talking. That's why I popped it up. Says, uh, Jim says, Jerry, I'm going to be arguing about masks with the school board of my son's school next week. Can you give me some pointers on how I should approach it? He's three and they're making him work. Three. Oh my God. I'll give you a pointer, Jim. Find a different school. I'm not kidding. You're going to put your kid, your three-year-old yeah. in the, in the responsibility of these lunatics who want to mask up three-year-olds now. I mean, you could easily get online and get data, but uh, you know what you should do? Get a couple of stories. They're out there. Obviously you got to look for them because uh, the media will not, They'll don't want you to see them. Get us some stories about the damage it does to kids that age. They don't learn to speak as uh, with uh, properly with everyone masked up. They can't see their teacher's mouth. They can't learn the words. It is keeping kids down. It is hurting children. They're, they're, the the learning process is 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 slowed. Is stymied. It's 
It's tragic what we're doing to kids just to make paranoid, neurotic adults feel better. Uh, just just speak freely and, and go in there and tell these people they are abusing children. Enough of the child abuse. But good luck with that. You're doing, you're doing God's work. But uh, all right, let's get to... Uh, Let's get to Ukraine and the State of the Union and Tom Brady and a whole lot more. But first, let me tell you, you want me to do Glade Goggles here? We'll do Glade Iron Goggles head. and then Elysium. All right, let's do Glade Goggles and Elysium, our wonderful sponsors today. And then we will get to a whole lot more, including uh, Joe Biden's call for unity. He wants us all to you. He wants us all to be unified, to come together, to hold hands, to hug, to sniff each other's hair. Now that COVID is over, and uh, we have a response to that, but let's do our uh, let's do our spots first. If you're a skier or a snowboarder, you're gonna love our latest sponsor, Glade Goggles. Did you know that nine out of ten goggle brands are owned by parent companies with little connection to skiers and riders they serve? As these brands have grown, their founding principles have faded, and that did not sit well with the guys at Glade. Based on uh, based out of Breckenridge, Colorado, Glade goggles are created by a team that lives and breathes skiing, with a mission to create premium quality goggles without the price tag from their competitors. Recently, the Challenger goggle won Outside Magazine prestigious Best Goggle category in their 2022 Buyer's Guide. And then it's only $99. They also have photochromatic goggles and their MagFlight series, which utilizes rare earth magnets for the ability to swap lenses in seconds with killer reviews from Outside Magazine, Backcountry Magazine, Ski Magazine, and our intern, Graham, most importantly, and lots of other publications. These are the goggles to get if you're looking for an upgrade. You can go to shopglade.com or click the link in our social media bio and use promo code Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, at checkout for 10% off your order. That's shopglade.com. Hi, let me tell you about Basis by Elysium Health. It's the most trusted source for NAD supplementation. Their product, Basis, is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD by 40% safely and sustainably. Elysium is unlike any other other healthcare company I've seen, and they're at the forefront of NAD supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists working with them, and eight of them are Nobel Prize winners. NAD is found in every single cell of your body, and it's responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But the body doesn't have an endless supply of NAD. In fact, levels decline as you age. Lifestyle stressors such as lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and overexposure to the sun also deplete NAD levels. Decreased NAD levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. Many basis customers report experiencing higher energy, less fatigue, and more satisfying workouts. What does it do? Well, it replenishes youthful levels of NAD up to 40%. It activates sirtuins, that are also known as longevity genes, to promote healthy aging. It supports energy and metabolism at the cellular level and helps maintain healthy DNA. It supports recovery from workouts. It reduces general tiredness, fatigue, and general health and wellness. Recent studies confirm the superior safety of the NRE in basis when compared to other NAD supplements, underscoring the company's rigorous commitment to research and quality. And here's the important part. We got a special offer for our listeners. Go to trybasis.com slash Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, and enter code Jerry at checkout to save 10% off basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. That's trybasis.com dot com slash jerry i there were lots of maddening things you and i talked about it after the show yesterday we spent an hour on the state of the union it wasn't long enough there was just it was just such a a, a infuriating 62 minutes and as as you mentioned first yesterday perhaps there was nothing nothing more infuriating than listening to joe biden say we must fund the police, not defund the police. Now, I'm sorry, the last two years, we've heard calls to defund the police in the middle of the summer of love when there were riots and fires burning and windows smashing and people being murdered and cops being beaten and cop cars being burned. We heard calls from the the core 
of the Democrat Party, the the real uh, influences, the squad, to defund the police. And of course, out of fear, all the other Democrats fell in line, including Joe Biden. This is a man who said yes, absolutely, in an interview during the campaign when asked if he wanted to defund the police. Yes, absolutely. We have a video, a compilation. It is seven minutes long of Democrats saying defund the police, defund the police, defund the police, including my crazy congresswoman, Ayanna Presley, all the squad, Pelosi, Biden. They all jumped on board this insane uh, movement to defund the police in the middle of, you know, this crime wave. And then uh, it's one thing to ignore it or hope it goes away or whatever. But for Joe Biden to stand before the world and say, we, we must not defund the police, we must fund the police, fund the police, fund the police, that was maddening enough. That was infuriating. But then the Democrats stand up and cheer. It's sickening. I mean, I went back, I was watching some highlights, and I said, it sounds like they're all, I guess, I guess Cori Bush and AOC were not cheering and I assume Ayanna Presley were not cheering, but most of the Democrats who were totally on board with the defund the police stood and cheered. Can we can we listen to this nauseating little riff from uh, from our president? Uh, oh, sorry, I had the uh, the seven minute video queued up. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I got that. The police is right. to fund the police. Fund them. Fund them. All right, you cut off the beginning for some reason, but it goes off to say, Fund them. the idea, the th- thing to do now is not defund the police. Why did you cut that part off? Sorry about that. Re- he redo. says not defund the police. We want to fund the police. All right, that's good. We heard it. We should it. all agree the answer is not to defund the police. Yeah. It's to fund the police. Right. And he looks over to the Democrat. By the way, the two behind him, two huge proponents of defunding the police and they both stand and cheer and clap. And I think that's when Pelosi's teeth fell out and she reached down and had a drink, but those two (laughs) are the biggest hypocrites in the whole room, but they all were all bored for defunding the police. Again, Biden was asked, do you want to reallocate funds? He was asked by that guy who's paralyzed and he's in a wheelchair and he has a, a voice simulator and he's, do you want to, reallocate money away from the cops. And he said, absolutely. He's a liar and a hypocrite. And he knows that defunding the police just isn't popular. So he's changing his tune, but that's just one of the things he also said. And this, this is remarkable at the time. Granted, he'll say anything. There's Joe Biden has been in DC for 50 years. He does not have a core conviction. He does not have a core belief. He will change it on a heart and on a whim and stick his finger to the wind He actually stood before Congress, before the world, before national TV audience and said, we must secure our border. And as I tweeted, I'll give him credit. He said it with a straight face. Secure our border? I mean, again, if you want to just ignore the immigration issue, because that's what you're good at, and your goal is to change the demographics of the country, you're literally flying people around the country in the middle of the night and dumping them off just hoping that they will eventually become good, solid Democrat voters. You're breaking laws. I mean, it's immoral. It's it's just insane. But you're doing it, and everyone knows it. That's, you know, Democrats want to do it. You know, Republicans want to stop it. It's, it's a, you know, fight for the ages. Secure our border? It's a man who first day said stop building the wall, stop the uh, stay in Mexico policy. He wants unfettered, uncontrollable uh, immigration, illegal immigration. It's, it's obvious. It's a policy. And he says, secure our borders. And these phonies start cheering. That was nauseating. But I haven't got to the most nauseating part yet. And I hope you have it, uh, Ironhead, because I, I was I went back and thought about this. And I tweeted about it at the time. He said, and again, we, we didn't really get into this yesterday, and I just want to get this off my chest because he said, and <laughs> I'm going to get the exact quote because uh, he tweeted, obviously as someone doing his tweeting, he's never, he wouldn't even know how to tweet. I don't think he even knows what a tweet is, but as he was speaking, he had people tweeting from his official account 
And it's just so much less interesting than when Trump had control of the same account, the POTUS account. He says, this is from President Biden's official account. Let's stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line and see it for what it is, a god-awful disease. Let's stop seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who we really are, fellow Americans. All right. This sounds, you know, fine. It sounds innocuous. It is anything but. It is sickening to see that from a guy who still supports kicking people out of the military if they don't get vaccinated, kicking young, healthy Navy SEALs and and Marines out of the military. That's the guy who's tweeting that, who said that in the State of the Union. Let's let's stop. Let's all get together. Let's unify. Let's all get along. This is a guy who literally said it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. By the way, when he knew it wasn't, when he knew it was being spread among vaccinated and people who were vaccinated were getting it, he knew it wasn't. But his whole MO is to scapegoat some group. It is to divide and conquer. And he decided since he doesn't ever take blame for anything, anything, including getting 13 service members killed, not his fault. Nothing is ever his fault. They didn't have time. He, he totally botched. Oh, yes, we got to get to that too. Good point. Don't let me forget that. He says, let's all get, let's stop blaming each other. He has spent the last year, 14 months, blaming the unvaccinated, blaming the skeptics. Here's... Here's what you have to keep in mind, and I think it'll blow over, unfortunately. But by policy, by Biden policy, Fauci policy, we didn't talk about natural immunity. Couldn't do that, even though it's real and everyone knows it, at least now. Couldn't do it because that would maybe hurt the effort to get more people vaccinated and and make more billionaires from Pfizer board members and make Fauci more money. Couldn't talk about that. Treatments, you know, uh, ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies couldn't ever talk about that. But that wasn't enough. They banned them. I mean, you literally could not get early treatment because if early treatment worked, people might be reluctant to get the uh, the, the vaccine. And he was obsessed with making Pfizer money and getting one of the vaccine. He still is. That guy wants us to all get along now. That guy that wanted to you know, not let to fire uh, federal workers, to fire people. How about firing first responders, people who went to work when all those bureaucrats stayed home and worked remotely or work, the cops, the firemen, the nurses who went to work in the, when the, when the pandemic was first raging and got COVID and got better and don't want to get vaccinated because they don't have, he wanted to fire them. He insisted we fire them. That guy wants you the guy he fired, the people he fired, to get along now. He wants you not to look at him as enemies, even though he kicked you off the force, off the police force, off the, you know, kicked you out of the military. That guy wants you all to stop looking at each other as enemies. I, you know, it, 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 it's obviously, it, it's obviously uh, offensive and infuriating. I'm also still and, waiting for that long winter of death he promised. Yeah. That's right. A long winter of, what do you say, suffering and death or hospitalization and death because of the unvaccinated. Yeah. It was a lie at the time. It was all designed, you know, like everything Fauci did, designed to get you vaccinated, double boosted, even though, you know, some people, let's be honest, didn't need it. Kids, five-year-olds, by the way, same people who lied and didn't say, New York Times actually broke this story that five to 11-year-olds don't need <laughs> the Pfizer vaccine doesn't work on them. It doesn't stop them from getting it. Doesn't stop. They, they buried that 18 to 60 year olds don't need a booster. They buried that. I mean, these are the people that want us all to get along. And I hope everyone just says, you know, F you that ain't happening, but oh, let's get to, let's get to, what do you got here? What do you got from this is uh, him, uh, telling everyone to unite? Oh, good. Let's listen to this friggin' phony. The guy that wanted you to die. If you were unvaccinated, the guy that wanted <laughs> to kick you out of the military, the fire you, the guy that denied your, your ailing mother, grandmother, uh, treatments, early treatments, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, denied you that, banned it, outlawed it, 
just so he could push more Pfizer vaccines. That guy, he would like you to all get, well, like us all to get along now. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is, a god-awful disease. Let's stop sending each, seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who we are, fellow Americans. Oh, God, you make me sick. Just sick. That is just sick. You know, a guy who literally, literally said, you're, you're going to kill us all if, you get, if you're unvaccinated. You know, and, and by the way, you're un-American. Remember he said it's your patriotic duty? Yeah. By the way, uh, I don't think we've gone over this yet. Have we, uh, Craig? You're not vaccinated, right? I'm not. I think we've touched on it. You're, you're not vaccinated. That means you're unpatriotic. That means you killed you killed my grandmother. Yep. That means you hate Sorry this country. That. that means you are the reason this the, uh, pandemic lasted as long as it did. Yep. You, all yep. right? You're a freaking murderer. Can we all get along now? Can we just get past that and all get along now? Because yeah, I'll, I'll forget the poll it. numbers, the poll, our poll numbers really suck. So we'd like to get along now. Right. Oh man, why'd you bring that up? Why, honest <laughs> to God, I just I, that that is so infuriating and so maddening. Yeah. And I hope everybody remembers. I hope we, I hope nobody forgets that he denied early treatment. He and Fauci and Walensky and the rest of these sinister school, sinister soulless ghouls didn't care if people died. They had an agenda. They had a goal, and it was to get more people vaccinated and make more Pfizer billionaires. And they weren't going to let a few, few dead old folks get in the way. It's sickening. Can't we all just get along? All right, let's do Saki before we, uh, before we move on to uh, Ukraine. Saki was asked, this might drive me nuts too. I'm not, I'm not holding up well today. Blood pressure is about to skyrocket. <sighs> yes. Yes. And uh, I've been denied blood pressure treatment by, by the federal government, but we should all get along. Um, we talked about this at length yesterday. Joe Biden did not mention the 13 brave warriors, the Marines, the soldiers. He got killed in Kabul in August because he wanted a good photo up for nine 11. He, uh, left these poor folks vulnerable. He gave up the, 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 uh, the fort, the military installation said, let's all gather at the airport in the city. What could go wrong? And these poor bastards, 13 of them, five of them who were 20 year old, 20 year, 20 year olds, five of them never had a drink legally in their lives. Biden got them killed. Mark Milley got them killed. Lloyd Austin, these buffoons who are now, you know, in charge of our Ukraine policy, these fools, got these poor folks killed and Joe Biden for the first time had a chance to, you know, take responsibility, maybe reach out to the families, maybe uh, say something in his state of the union address. He said nothing, did not mention, he mentioned uh, Afghanistan said the word twice. I believe one was about burn pits and he tried to make it seem like his son was killed in the, in combat the way he always does exploiting the death of his son. But this, in this case, Never mentioned the 13 warriors. By contrast, every time Trump did a State of the Union, he had veterans, soldiers, he had uh, widows and gold star families up in the audience. It was it was always a nice touch. This guy doesn't care. Didn't mention him. And was and, and Jen Psaki, uh, Peppermint Patty, his lying spokesman, was asked <laughs> yesterday, why? Why didn't he mention the 13 dead, brave servicemen and women uh, yesterday? And her answer is just just nauseating. But let's listen to Pepmet Patty. So look, a speech like the State of the Union, it's hugely important. It doesn't touch on, it doesn't have the time to touch on everything that is a priority. So look. <laughs> That's the clip. Does not have the time. I believe she called, walked that back later because it's so stupid. First of all. I hope so. Even if there were a time limit, he went 62 minutes. Even if that were the limit, you know, you don't have time to throw in a sentence about the 13 service members that you got killed. Yeah, I don't think the you network, got murdered. The networks aren't going to cut him off. So just keep going. But, he, but even if you said there was a time limit, he mentioned tax breaks for weatherizing. Oh, what was it? I yeah. wrote that down. I mean, he mentioned so many stupid things. Winterizing your home. By the way, he didn't talk about fentanyl either. 
He no. talked about so many dumb things yesterday, winterizing your home uh, two days ago, including curing cancer, because this guy's been so efficient and so, and just so good at everything. He's going to cure cancer. Had time for that, but didn't have time to mention 13 dead service members. Uh, 62 minutes he went. He could have gone 72. He could have gone 80 to 102. He could have gone three hours. He's the president. But he didn't have time to mention the 13 young people, heroes that he got killed. But he also doesn't have the, the brain. way they look at it. Yeah, he doesn't have the brain capacity. Remember Thomas Edison, don't forget. That's a good point. Do we have that, by the way? Do you have that sound from yesterday? I, I do. He was, where was he? Pittsburgh, somewhere, Milltown, talking about <laughs> manufacturing. And we thought, yeah, let's do this now before we get to Shea and get to uh, Ukraine and Brady and everything else. Uh, if I don't get to it, I'm just going to say, you know, we just didn't have time, didn't have time to get to all that important stuff. But he was in, uh, where was he? He was somewhere. I don't in, know. Doesn't say. The Rust Belt, as he said, the Rust Belt. Remember on, on uh, Tuesday night, he said, they don't call it the Rust Belt anymore. They call it um, uh, the, um, they call it um, um, the place that used to be the Rust Belt. He couldn't think of <laughs> it. just, so yesterday he makes this appearance and, by God, and again, he's got a, he's got ashes on his forehead. The devout proponent of partial birth abortion wants you to think he's a Catholic, which is offensive, but we won't get bogged down in that. We'll get to his speech about, I don't know, manufacturing in the U.S. And you thought the State of the Union was a uh, disjointed mess? Well, it ain't getting any better, as I always say. Give him another day. It'll get even worse. And it did. Here's him yesterday forgetting the name of the man who, you know, what did he say? Allowed the lights to go on or something. The guy <laughs> who invented electricity. He forgot the name of the guy who, you know, invented electricity. But let's listen to him yesterday on the stump. Union Pacific Railroad just announced the purchase of the largest ever purchase of electric locomotives made in Erie, Pennsylvania. In the same plant, by the way, that the guy who turned on our lights built a factory. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who turned not <laughs> the guy who turned on our lights. Maybe you can't get an original idea if you can't even remember uh, the guy who invented the, the guy. Light bulb. It's so it's sad when he doesn't have a teleprompter. It's just sad. The guy who turned on our lights. I would have even accepted Tesla. Oh God, that's right. He left Tesla out because they're not a union shop, and they're he doesn't even probably understand what Tesla is. But Elon Musk, who just comes up big like daily, he just fired back. Totally ratioed the president, pointed out that he has more, I don't know, more employees. He's making more electric cars than any other company, and he is, and he's great. But uh, if you were to ask Joe Biden right now, quietly, you, what's Tesla? You think you would have any idea? No. Tesla, what's uh, Tesla, Tesla? I mean, forget it. Elon, it's hopeless. Maybe you can uh, just uh, support Ron DeSantis in 2024, and we could put this sad chapter behind us. But... Uh, speaking of sad chapters, we got to get to the latest on Ukraine and the latest on TB12, Tom Brady. Will he stay retired? Uh, I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts. But first, I got some thoughts on Shake Concrete. Let me tell you again about Shake Concrete and what they can do for you. They have a huge selection of precast concrete steps, and they're ready to be installed in your home if you're building a new home or remodeling an old place. Shea has great values for designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, or at least the talk of the neighborhood. They'll remove the old stairs, which are really heavy and awkward, and put in the new steps within hours. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value. This is not an expense. It's an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you have a brand new, spanking new, great-looking front entrance. Learn more about Shea's Concrete Steps at SheaConcrete.com. And also, you can go there or you can stop into one of their fine plants all over New England. And you can look for a job because Shea's hiring. They're always hiring. Business is booming. This is a great company that is kicking ass. They have between 15 and 20 open positions right now. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I should have done that with you before I hired you, Ironhead. Would you have passed a drug test? 
I believe so. I have an oh. edible once in a while when I can't sleep. You do? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think, I don't even know if that counts. Although it, I think it has to when you're, when you're like driving big trucks, you can't be doing edibles. So I think you right. can't do that. But what do I know? Right. Find out. Go to Shake Concrete and find out. All right, let's quickly get to this before we wrap this sucker up. A couple of developments. I feel weird doing Ukraine because it's changing and things are happening every minute. They took the city of Kherson, a city of 300,000, now under Russian control. They're taping looters. They're catching looters. And this is a great idea. And we need to adopt this in the U.S. You've seen the looters. You've seen the thieves, the shoplifters all over the country, San Francisco, Seattle, Boston, where they've uh, no longer, shoplifting is no longer a crime. So people go into CVS or Walgreens and do it in New York and just fill a bag and take off. And there's nothing the store can do other than to close. There's a picture on the screen if you're watching along on Locals. What they're doing to looters is they're taping them to poles, like light poles with real thick tape, and and there's nothing. <laughs> they put a sign on them that says looter. Mm-hmm. There's one guy, I don't know if you can find the picture, where they taped him to the pole, and then he took his pants off. And I said, that. that's what we should do. If the government, if the DAs and all these crazy Soros DAs aren't going to charge the shoplifters, we should do that. Tape them to poles and take their pants off and let people go up and spank them. Uh, but uh, it's getting ugly. Uh, they killed a Russian general. A sniper killed a Russian general, which means uh, they're going to just start. They're going to just going to get more brutal. Um, Brett Bear on Fox News, kind of matter of fact, reported that Russian young Russian soldiers, some of them are rigging their own equipment, their trucks and their vehicles on that convoy. And they're like breaking down on purpose because they don't want to go to Kiev and kill civilians. I said this early and I'm not sure it is a determining factor, but the soldiers for Russia, their heart's not in it. You know, they might do their duty. They might kill civilians and blow up buildings and Mm -hmm. conquer the country, but they don't want to do it. Not at all. Ukrainians are just the opposite. They're fighting for their lives, their country, their families. Only one side is really motivated, but uh, you know, when you have, overwhelming force and numbers and weapons. It might not matter, but you're seeing some captured Russian soldiers. They're like crying and calling their mothers and they just don't, they're like everyone else. They don't understand this. They don't want this. It really is one man, one crazy evil bastard who's driving the whole thing. It's scary to think one guy in this day and age can do that, but I guess he can. And they're, you know, going to be back to killing killing kids and killed an old ladies today for what I'm still not sure for, uh, you know, to re reform the old Soviet union. And so that means a bunch of kids and elderly people and everyone else has to die. It's really sick. Um, here's the real, you know, there's lots of heroes. We've seen some of the Ukrainian fighters. Some of them are actually real, not the ghost of Kiev, but there's actually real people out there fighting. We've seen people, Zelensky taking up arms and Klitschko's the Klitschko brothers. And there's, you know, like tennis players joining the military and musicians and people are going back to Ukraine to fight for their own country. A lot of heroes, but you know, who's an underrated hero in this and they're not getting much coverage for good, for obvious reasons. The Ukrainian protesters in Russia, according to the latest report I just read, 7,600 Russian citizens have been arrested for protesting in the war. I watched them take away an old lady and she was 70, I think she was 75 and she had a little, she was little and she had a sign that said no more killing or whatever. No kill in my name. And they, two cops, one took each arm and they dragged her away. These people, some of them, maybe all of them are going to prison and they have, that takes real balls. Trust it. Trust me. I'm a fellow anti-war protester. I'm, you know, these are my brothers and sisters. We're out there protesting war. I was, I was with all the hot chicks on Boston common, but you know, we all laid it out there on the line and protested this war. These people for us, it's nothing. Well, I was just walking by and many Americans who were protesting the war, just doing it because uh, it's cool. But in Russia, if you're in uh, Moscow and you're doing that, you could be going away for 20 years. Those people oh, yeah. got, they got balls. I mean, they might not be in the line of fire, but they are laying it on the line and we salute them. 
right, before we go, we got to get to this Tom Brady thing because I keep getting asked. I swear to God, the last 20 years, people that I casually know, like neighbors, and you try to make conversation, the first question, more often than not, is what about Brady? When Brady was here, when Brady left, when where's he going? What's he doing? How long is he going to play? What's he going to do after he plays? Now he's retired. And the question I get is, how long is he going to stay retired? First of all, he hasn't even officially been retired yet. When you think about it, he hasn't missed a game, hasn't missed a practice. He will. I think he's going to surprise everybody by not coming back. And I'll tell you why, Ironhead. And I know he told, do you have the quote with Fred Couples? Yesterday, he went on with Fred Couples on a serious satellite radio show that Couples has, I guess. Uh, and Couples asks, where are you going, like, to play when he comes back? And he Brady laughs and says, I wish I had a clear vision for what the future holds, but I think for me there's a lot of great things and a lot of great opportunities that I know I said right after football season I was looking forward to spending time with my family, and I've done that the last five weeks. I know there'll be lots more of that, so you know I like staying busy, that's for sure. I played a little golf. I'm going to see my parents uh, he's going to sleep in the same bed he slept as a kid. His parents still live in the same home, even though his son's almost a billionaire. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't think my mom knows I'm coming home, so it's just between my dad and I. That would be me. It is a little bit of a surprise, so looking forward to that. Looking forward to some golf in the next few days and some more family time, and we'll figure it out. We will go from there. Here's why I don't think he's coming back, because – the last great, first of all, he's going to stay busy and he's got a whole empire. The TB12 thing is what he's been planning. He's going to go around the world and give speeches and sell TB12 crap. And he's going to become a really successful guru, Tony Robbins light kind of guy selling supplements and additives and electrolytes and $200 foam rollers. And that's going to keep him busy. He's going to do some TV. It won't be like every week, every game, but he'll make appearances when he feels like it. And he's going to make a movie with Jane Fonda and Rita Moreno. So that's going to keep him busy. And he'll have a million projects that don't include playing. But you know what the last great thing Brady did to break the hearts, to just kill the, 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 the Brady haters, and there are hundreds of millions of them, as we know, he obviously won seven Super Bowls and you know, MVPs and broke records and defied age and didn't get hurt and made and had a million you know final drive comebacks, last two minute comebacks, just to cut the hearts out of the people who hate him. Well, he's going to do one more thing. One more thing, Ironhead. Think about this. He comes back. He'll be 45, 46. He'll, there's a chance that he'll not be great, right? I'm not saying he'll suck, but he won't be great. He won't win 13 games. He won't go to the Super Bowl. He'll be 46, 47. Eventually, we all think he's amazing, but we don't think he's like superhuman. Eventually, he's going to play like a 46 or 47-year-olds. He's not going to suck, but he's going to look old. He's going to look like Peyton Manning in his final year. He deprived everybody of that. He sure did. He was, yeah. he was 44 and still at the top of his game. He was the second in the MVP race. Could have won the MVP. Should have. Could have, should have. That guy walked away somehow, some way at 44 and still at the top of his game. That's the last great dig. The last great middle finger he yeah. did in it's the 53, face of all the Brady haters. It's 5,300 yards and 43 touchdowns. Good. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. And 13 wins. 13 wins. So that guy walks away. The people who hate him, and again, there are millions of them, they never got the chance to see Brady get old. They never got the chance to see him lose it, to see him struggle, to see him limp and, and, and look old. It never happened. That's one last great victory for Tom Brady. That's why I think, well, two reasons. I think he'll have a million things going on. And secondly, I think he will always look back and love the fact that he deprived all the haters, all the detractors of seeing him grow old like most players do, like Peyton Manning did, like Dan Marino did, like Brett Favre did. We never got to see Brady do that, which is such a such a Brady thing. So I think he'll draw great satisfaction from that. But we'll see. I could be wrong. 
he loves to play. There's going to be, he loves to have his name out there and be involved. And he'll, he'll be the dolphins and the Niners and there'll be talk and there'll be rumors and Schefter will be saying this and, and uh, you know, Florio will be saying that. And he likes that. He likes to be, you know, involved in the conversation, but I do think he'll be very busy. I do think his wife won't want him to come back. And I do think he will always fall back on the fact that he walked away on top somehow at the age of 44 and a half, he walked away on top of his, at the top of his game. Remarkable. But all right, we will leave it there for today. Ironhead, I know we missed a lot yesterday and we probably missed a lot today. But tomorrow, you can join us on Locals.com exclusively. All you got to do is subscribe. We're not uh, free, but we are cheap. Go to um, Callahan.Locals.com. That's where you can see us every day, but on Friday exclusively for subscribers, for community members. So uh, come hang out with us tomorrow on Locals. But uh, that will do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. Thanks for listening. And come back and join us again tomorrow only on Locals. Locals.